You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. One of the ways that, as the listeners of Sexy Marriage Radio can get a hold of us is iTunes. You know, we, we talk about that every week, I think, Shannon, that, hey, hop on iTunes, give us a review, leave us comments. And I go there every so often just to check out kind of where things stand, and you know, I'm the, search there. well, yeah, and I'm the techno geek, so <laughs> I want to make sure everything's good. And uh, no, but so it's all vanity. You're right. You nailed it. Well done. Um, <laughs> but I have to start with two of them that have been that are just recent. That um, one of them says, "I love listening to Sexy Rares Radio. It's helpful to hear such openness." As my husband and I are reintroducing intimacy in our marriage. I mean, how awesome is that statement right there? There you go. It's been very helpful, meaningful, and encouragement and encouraging to us, along with some laughs mixed in. I mean, that's that's just it. If you can reach a point where you can laugh about sex and laugh during sex, there's some good intimacy happening, isn't there? Exactly. Then the other one, and this one has to be from somebody from the South, possibly even our home state of Texas. Because it says, we love Sexy Marriage Radio. I'm, which she's talking about as the wife, is f- am feeling more and more freedom in the bedroom. And this is all due to Sexy Marriage Radio. I love how Shannon is so frank and blunt. I love it that y'all tell it like it is. Y'all, I was waiting for the y'all. I figured that had to be <laughs> there, it. <laughs> there it is. And that, that's speaking our language right there. Well, if you want to speak more language to us, and it can be frank and blunt, we would love to hear from you because this is Sexy Marriage Radio where we believe that marriage is the best place for sex to happen because it's blessed, it's sacred, and it can be rocking. So we want you to send us an email and give us any kind of questions, comments, concerns you may have. Send it to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes like I just mentioned. Leave a comment. Uh, five-star review helps us climb the charts because we love the, the word spreading and more and more people hopefully – just amping up their sex life in marriage because that's where it can be a lifelong extravaganza. And it never ceases to amaze me how just when you think, okay, we've done it all, we've felt it all, we've said it all, we've experienced it all, you just kind of reach this plateau or whatever, and then you realize there's a whole other peak to be (laughs) climbed, mounted, if you will. Right. (laughs) It's really fun to discover those all new levels or all new depths of intimacy. It is because because as we change and evolve and grow, you know, there's different aspects of us that haven't even been born yet. You know, yeah. which which then mean we can re-explore all those things that we had once before. I mean, that's I, I think of you know you you can go back in time in your mind to uh, some of the more taboo, risky moments in your in your dating or you know when it when things were really hot and heavy. And, you know, I specifically think just recently, the 1st of August, um, we went up to Kansas for my mom's 70th birthday uh-huh. and got a limo. First time she's ever been in a limo, which was just awesome because all all of us, my sister and her kids and, and husband and Pam and I and our kids and then mom and dad, we went out on, ta- on the town for the night. And, and it was a blast. But while we were there, you know, so we're all staying with my mom, with my parents. And so my sister and her family there, we're there, and, and Pam and I are in the basement. And I make a move one night, and I make the move by saying, what time do I have to make sure you get home? 
because that was the <laughs> dating. That was the dating scene of like, okay, you know, what time? What time are you supposed to be back at the house? And that lit the fire. You know, I was like, whoa, yeah, since you, you back in time, that worked really well. But I also think of at the same time, there was such a depth there because of who we are now. Then it wasn't just a we were kids in high school and college sneaking around anymore. It was, no, this is, there's a huge connection here. And that, that makes me start thinking of, we can go back and relive those things, but apply them to who we are now because we are different people. Well, it reminds me of that. I think there's a Chevrolet commercial, but it's basically this uh, older woman is having to live with her adult son and daughter and this older guy comes to the door and rings the doorbell and he's there to pick her up for a date and they climb into this little uh chevy camaro or whatever and drive off and they turn into teenagers okay. like they just evolve yeah I, I love that commercial that's good but <laughs> hey, another thing i love is how we discover these new levels sometimes totally by accident yep one of the other uh pieces of feedback that we've gotten recently is in response to our episode about money yeah. about the connection between sex and intimacy and money and debt and, uh, or lack of debt. Uh, and this guy said that, um, you know, used to, he would take her out to uh, dinner, to a movie. And by the time they got home, they were pretty wiped out. <laughs> and they, they go on this, you know, tightening your belt uh, season and, and realize, well, we could just have dinner in and watch a movie here at home for two bucks from Hastings or whatever. And they realized, hey, we can actually make out while we're watching this movie at home. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it's kind of hard at a movie theater. You can actually take your clothes off while you're watching the movie. Exactly. <laughs> you, can, you can watch it skin to skin, but naked if you want there to. There you go. He said, I'm just shocked at how much we were missing. He yeah. said, our sex life is 100% better just since we stopped going out on dates and started staying in for dates. I, I know what email you're talking about. I loved it because I remember he said, Lots of times we don't even make it to the end of the movie, but who watched the rolling the, the credits at the end anyway? <laughs> exactly. What what a rather than getting up and leaving during the credits, you got other things going on. That's a good exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> so we made a comment last show of we need to talk about the whole idea of dressing for sex success. or successful sex or or undressing for success. Sure. So. I'm thinking that's something that that can be really, really good to expo- examine more, don't you? I do. What are you playing? Nothing. Nothing at all. I don't hear any music at all, Shannon. What do you got going on <laughs> on your end of the thing? Maybe this isn't the type of sex uh, set dressing for success you're talking about. Maybe it's this. Ah. I don't know. I don't know what floats your boat. I'm just not sure how to respond to that. Fair enough. <laughs> so I won't. Okay. I understand. Um, yeah, so this show's probably going to get a little bit graphic, but probably no more so than any of our other shows. So hey, I guess we don't really need to They get said that. they already appreciate you being frank and blunt. So. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to start out being frank and blunt. Go. Uh, when I was a youth pastor, I'd only been married probably three or four years, something like that. And I remember... Uh, I was on a youth retreat and there was some other female counselors along and one of them was about 15 years older than me. So she was one of those headlight mentor women where she's traveled the road ahead of me and she's shedding some light for me to find my way in my marriage. Right. And we were standing in front of the bathroom mirror, all getting ready in group 
style, like like you do at these you know camps right. and retreats and stuff. Right. And she looked at me and she said, "Oh my gosh, is that what you wear at home?" And I I was in my underwear. Okay. And I was just flabbergasted. I didn't know really how to respond to that. And she said, "Do you really think that you're going to light your husband's fire wearing granny panties like that?" Ouch. I mean, I hadn't really <laughs> given too much thought to right. you know how that conveyed, yep. uh, what kind of meaning that relayed. And so uh, she she literally she just stripped her pants off and she showed me the underwear that she wears. And I have become a huge fan. I've even written about it in a couple of my books. Uh, uh, jockey for her, no line panties. Okay. It's a no line panty promise that, it, because my thing was, I don't want panty lines. So I can't wear these little skimpy underwear. And that was before the thong was right. so popular. Right. Now I'm really dating myself, but I know that women want like full coverage so that they aren't uncomfortable and tugging their panties out of their crack when they're wearing, you know, slacks or whatever. But the reality is, is those granny panties do kind of send a message uh, and I don't think that any of us ever felt seduced by our grannies. If we did, there was something wrong with our granny. <laughs> <laughs> and so we yeah. need to examine our lingerie wardrobe. We do need to look at is is what I'm wearing underneath my clothes and what my husband sees as I'm disrobing. Does it send a message that I want you? Does it send a message I want you to want me? Uh, and it, it doesn't have to be uncomfortable. Like I said, the no the the jockey for her, no panty line promise underwear. Such a great line. I've been wearing it for 20 years. My daughter wears it. I mean, every woman I have told tells me that they love, love, love. We need to approach jockey and see if they'll hey, sponsor us. Stuff. There we go. <laughs> so that's how this whole thing started of trying to communicate to women that it's not just... Um, yeah, it's not just how you feel about your body. It's the message that you send about your body based on what you're wearing. Yeah, and that's yeah. you think of the whole industry that has been born of when you think of how are you dressing, I think most men and maybe even most women, they go to the lingerie kind of world of that's a real, you know, I don't, I don't know, speaking as a guy. I, can't, I look at some of the different lingerie when we walk past the stores, and, and you're like, okay, you're not sleeping in that. There's no way. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, that is way too uncomfortable. I can't even see wearing that under an outfit during the day. Right. You know, because it's like, yeah, that's just going to be an intolerable. Right. And so most people think, I think for guys, that's the direct correlation. That's that running joke of, you know, I come home with a Victoria's Secret bag, and and Pam would say, Oh, you bought something for you, didn't you? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I did. You need to, you're the, the, the person that'll have it on, but it's really for me. I mean, so right. I like and that idea. Thing, Go. The lingerie thing, though, that's like a once a week or once a month or yeah. on your birthday. Special occasion kind day. of a thing. I'm talking about daily. Yes. I'm talking about feeling comfortable and confident enough in your own skin on a daily basis and whatever he sees you in first thing in the morning, last thing at night, as you're yeah. getting dressed or undressed, that sends a message. It does. But it also it, sends a message to you as the woman, as the wife, doesn't it? That Because I know Pam has made comments to me that she knows some of, from her undergarments, she knows the ones that I enjoy that accentuate certain aspects of her. And so she has times where she will pick those out because she's feeling a little frisky or she's feeling a little, I want, I know he's going to enjoy this and we're going to have a lot of time together today. So 
I want to wear something. And it, so, so it's one of those, it's, it's two-pronged in the sense of she knows I'll notice and it's, it's a good benefit, but she notices. She likes it. Exactly. It's how it makes you feel. Right. Right. You, you don't feel grand and glorious right. in your frumpy robes and, yeah, fuzzy house slippers and all that kind of stuff. But, Corey, I have to say, though, this works both ways. Okay. This is not just a message for women. Yes. Okay? Yes. Uh, just recently, I was checking my pulse as to uh, what is it when we go to bed at night that I'm not always in the mood. Uh, kind of, we, we actually just discovered recently that I'm more of a morning initiator and not every morning cause I love my sleep, but usually <laughs> if there's sex to be initiated in the morning, it's Shannon initiating it. And if it's okay. sex to be initiated at night, it's usually Greg initiating it. Okay. But I've been asking myself, why do I not go to bed feeling frisky? And I realized that for 25 years, Greg climbs into bed with long shorts, uh, and a t-shirt. And underwear yep. and socks. So he comes to bed fully dressed. Now, he says it keeps him cooler at night. <laughs> it just kind of absorbs whatever sweat there is. And he doesn't want anything between, or he he needs something between his thighs to keep him from sticking together. Okay, I get that. Right. But if you want action, you don't climb into bed with short socks and a t-shirt. Okay. This, there's something about skin to skin. And even if he's in his underwear, but the idea is if you want your wife to warm up to you, skin to skin is the best way to get her oxytocin flowing. And we've talked about oxytocin mm -hmm. before, that hormone that gets released in the brain when there's skin to skin contact. You release more oxytocin when you're breastfeeding and when you're having sex than any other time. And so if it makes sense that if you come to bed fully dressed, you're not going to be skin to skin. Right. So dressing for success for a guy may mean undressing for success yeah yeah you know so there you go but guys, it also it, isn't it also the the Make intent of for success well isn't the intent of how do you dress during the day as a guy i mean because it's guys can fall victim to i mean i can do this i come home and if i'm not seeing clients you know i'm dressed pretty casual all day anyway and if i'm seeing clients i'm still dressed pretty casual i don't you know, seen as a therapist, it's like one of the first days I've seen you in a collared shirt. Yeah, like, but as a therapist, kind of guy. yeah, but as a therapist, you know, I don't put on the tie and the suit that I know some some of my colleagues do, and I don't do a. I'm not at a corporate job where I have to, because I and you know, one of the fallbacks or the drawbacks of that is Pam loves when I'm wearing a tie and yeah. and nice slacks. When I was in the mortgage world years and years ago, she loved that because she liked that look. So there's still times where all right, I don't wear a tie, but I'll put on some nice slacks because I'm showing off for her or whatever that means. Um, <laughs> and But it is one of those, there's things that speak to your wife as a husband that, you know, that, she, that she's watching out for. I mean, I've had clients that have talked about where they hadn't done much around the house physically, you know, as far as taking care of the house because some of the modern men today, we just hire it out rather than be Mr. Fix-It's ourselves. Yeah. And, he one of the, one of my clients in particular years ago made the comment of yeah I've I had forgotten there was a time where I was fixing the fence and on a gate had collapsed and my wife I turn around as I'm working and she's standing at the window watching me you know and and they were kind of in a bad spot but that little aspect kind of made a glimpse of ooh there's a ruggedness there there's a strength there there's a something there and so it's really learning how. What applies to your marriage? What what speaks to your wife? I mean, 
Maybe you're a mechanic and you come home with the coveralls and you're all greasy and your wife loves that. So if that's the case, you know, wash your hands before you come home, but don't change out of it before you come home. My dad was a mechanic and all of a sudden I can smell lava soap. (laughs) There you go. Because that's what you would use to wash his hands. Yep, there you go. But it is still, what is it that makes you comfortable because i've had times where i'll come home and i get into the the basketball shorts and an old t-shirt and you know that probably is not doing much but it's comfortable right but it's so it's just the difference i mean they don't make male lingerie that i am aware of that (laughs) is really kind of a you know because i I think of anytime we're talking how do you what kind of ornaments do you place on a female body versus a male body to to mag, you know to show off aspects of them? Having horrible imagery. I, that's fine. You can go where you want to, Miss Frank and Blunt. But <laughs> anytime you, you you talk about that, I immediately go to uh, a scene from Seinfeld when they're sitting at the coffee shop and they're talking about the woman's body, and Elaine's talking that yeah, the the female body is a work of art. You know, you see it everywhere. I mean, it, all work of art is is majority of it's female. I mean, there's yeah. only one male that really stands out: the statue of David, and right. you know, maybe some of those Greek gods. But you know, so she's like, "Oh yeah," because the female body is a work of art. You know, the male body is like a jeep; it's for getting around. You know, that's that's all it is. And it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of truth there because there's there's not a lot of good naked when you're talking about the male body. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. That is hysterical. I'm, I'm sorry. I've been sitting here thinking about, I heard on a TV show recently that um, he doesn't have a six pack. He has a keg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I know that um, the female body, really regardless of size or shape, it is mesmerizing. Yes. I, I have always said that the female body was the pinnacle of God's creation. And it was. It was the last thing that was ever created. It, Exactly. That once he did that, he was like, okay, I cannot stop that. I'm just going to stop while I'm ahead. Yep. And that's the, that's the Bill Cosby joke of, you know, Eve is presented to Adam and his initial reaction is, whoa, man. So there's where the name came from. Woman. Well, <laughs> Love it. I, I think the most important thing though, is to ask your spouse, what does float your boat? Because I know for some guys, you know, lingerie, maybe, but the idea of her in one of his t-shirts. Yeah. Drives him wild. Love that. As a, speaking as a married man, love that. Yeah, uh, and just actually, just last night, it's ironic that this happened right before we do the show, and we had planned on doing the show even you know, yesterday morning when we were taping our last episode. I had ordered this particular top, thinking, okay, this would be good to wear like over jeans, over leggings. Well, it arrives in the mail yesterday, so I slip it on last night, but I'm not really pleased with it. It just, I, I don't think I would wear it out in public. It's just a, a tad too skanky for me. A right. little too hoochie mama for, for public presentation, for my taste. Right. But when I let Greg look at it, he was like, whoa, <laughs> you need to keep that. Yeah. And I was like, what do you, I, I will never wear this. I will never wear this out in public. He said, exactly. don't wear it in public, wear it in private. <laughs> little tank top being such a turn on but i thought you know what this is 27 bucks that's cheaper than what i would spend at victoria's secret trying to buy something to turn him on so if this floats his boat fine i'm cutting off the tags i'm throwing away the bag i'm keeping it yeah so just ask your husband or your wife you know mm-hmm. what what's your preference do you prefer naked 
Do you prefer underwear only? Do you prefer t-shirt? Do you prefer lingerie? Do, what, what do you like? What floats your boat? Well, and, and do what you mentioned too. Is if, kind of take inventory of look look back over the history of the last couple of months, last year, and okay, what are the times that stand out? What are the circumstances surrounding it? What what role did dress play in that? What were you doing? What were you wearing? You know, because it could be that oh that that particular outfit really speaks or when I've, I've made a connection that the times I've been dressed up for the meetings at work, those are the times when I come home, she's a little more into me. And, mm -hmm. you know, so it's just, it's just realizing, okay, there's trends and patterns and that's the stuff we cannot get around, you know, cause it, you can ask you a question to a spouse of what is it that really turns you on about me? And they'll be, Oh, I don't know. Or, you know, well, if you look at trends and patterns, you cannot avoid that. That, right. That so maybe it's there. not something that they can consciously right. verbalize to you, but yes, watching their responses. Right. Yeah. Big thing. Uh, Corey, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm just making connections in my own head thinking yeah. now, why would a woman feel more drawn to the shirt and tie, nice slacks look, as opposed to the basketball shorts and t-shirt look. And you know how big I am on the concept of fantasy and the role play in, in our heads and right. the roles that we project onto other people. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, if I were uh, if I were to rewind the tape back to my childhood, who wore the nice shirts and the and the ties yeah. and the dress likes, and who wore the basketball shorts and t-shirts? Okay, my dad would have been the one to dress up on the mm -hmm. rare occasion that he did, and I remember how he would say, "All of a sudden, I can smell smell Old Spice cologne." You know, like I knew that dad was really you know putting on the ritz when he came out reeking of Old Spice, and he would wear the leisure pants and the cowboy boots. But we're not going there. Ooh. Please don't think that that's sexy guy. Okay. <laughs> but it was my brother who would be in the t-shirt and the basketball shorts. And so you can kind of envision mm -hmm. a little girl like wanting daddy's attention and loving, you know, sitting in daddy's lap type of a thing. So there's, there is something that, that gets sparked from our childhood imagination mm -hmm. of wanting that man's attention of seeing him as, Ooh, he's a grown up, And if he paid attention to me, that would make me feel like a grown up. So for what it's worth, guys, if, if you don't have occasion to dress up more often, maybe find an occasion, maybe take her out to, a, a nice dinner instead of to a fast food restaurant on your next date. Well, it just, yeah, just dressing up for it because I'm I'm the king of casual, in the sense that I, the, the what I'm wearing right now, which is khakis and a nice shirt, the short sleeve untucked. Luckily, that's the trend, <laughs> but that's yeah. that's the, about the extent of my wanting to dress up. Mm -hmm. When I invite my my daughter out on dates, you know, I try to date her regularly. Aww. She's nine. She, uh, several times she comes out, daddy, will you wear this tie? You know, and it's just, and I still, you know, haven't I worn a tie for her, but I do dress up for her and I'll do that for Pam some nights that we'll go out on a date and it's kind of a, Hey, you need to dress this way tonight. Cause this is, we're doing whatever, or, you know, so it's, it's kind of changing the norm that adds that little bit of a spark. And that's where dress can come into play. It's just changing the norm adds a little bit of a spark. Right. And I can totally envision you as forward as you are. Uh, I, I love how directive sometimes you describe yourself uh, in relationship with Pam. I could totally envision you taking her little black dress out of the closet, laying it on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It's a subliminal way of saying, wear that tonight. Yep, I do. And I also will um, lay one of my shirts out on the bed some nights uh -huh. and just say, 
you know, hey, this is what I'd like to see in tonight. And there's times where she comes home and she puts it right back in the closet and she's like, <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening. Sorry. But I uh, bet there are times where she does play oh, the game. And, and she says she likes that because it, it takes the guesswork out of it. It takes the, it's kind of this, I'm into you. So I, I kind of like that. So, okay, I can do that. I can be comfortable with that. And, you know, yeah. and so it is just being the initiator of it that, that that's a huge thing. And speaking of playing the game, um, you know, I did recently communicate to Greg that, you know, when you come to bed fully dressed, head to toe, it doesn't really send me the message that you want sex with me. And, and so, yeah, as I've mentioned previously, we are now officially empty nesters. Right. And uh, the other night, I come into the sitting room where we do most of our chatting and sipping tea and that sort of thing. And he is sitting there buck naked. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. Well done, Greg. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm not going to let you miss this. Yeah. You know? Ding, so ding, course, ding. Yeah, so he wants me to, you know, to level the playing field and get that way too. But I was wanting to show him house plans because we're we're thinking of building a little lake house and moving out to the country eventually. And so I was just really into this lake house thing. So he says, look, for every floor plan you show me, you have to take off an article of clothing. <laughs> I had on socks, shoes, shirt, pants, you know, the whole nine yards. Right. It took a while. Right. But um, the next morning, I texted him and I said, last night was amazing. Yeah. And I think that it was the titillation of working up to and, you know, stripping, you know, piece by piece type yep. of a thing. But I also said, you know what? I think that looking at floor plans is great foreplay for me. And he said, well, maybe we just need to call that floor play then. There and I really think that it's dreaming about our future together, yes. our fun future together as empty nesters. And I know that not everybody's there yet, but daydream about it. It right. really right. does light your fire when you can imagine yourselves no longer with kids around your ankles, writing big checks for college funds. Yep. That you just, it's just you and me, baby. Yep. And we're totally by ourselves. We can do whatever we want to do, whenever we want to do it. That season is around the corner for most of our listeners, even if it's 15, 18 years away still. It, it, it's a season that is so worth daydreaming about. Oh, absolutely. And that's where it, it, this leads into other aspects of life. You know, it's, it's doing life together. It's connecting on all kinds of levels, not just sexual. Knowing that, you know, if I can connect better on this dream, that's going to lead to better sex. If I can connect better on a goal, that can lead to better sex. I mean, it's seeing the interplay of all of that. And that's that's the beauty of this. That's where... We have countless shows to go still with topics we've not even come close to touching on. and <laughs> No pun intended. It, because it's, it's, there's so much there. There's a wealth of information and depth that we can go. And there is. How great is that? So, I mean, my hope is dress and then undress a For lot. success. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I really <laughs> appreciate how um, our listeners make us feel comfortable sharing intimate details of yeah. our own marriage lives. Yeah of your feedback so keep that feedback coming if you like what you hear or tell us what you don't like but let us hear from you and we want to know how it's impacting your marriage because that's what keeps us going that's what keeps wind beneath our wings absolutely well this has been sexy marriage radio thanks for taking time out to listen to us today wherever you are whatever you're doing hope it leads to being undressed soon talk to you soon (laughs)